Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Victory Monday. What the hell is that? It's been a while, 40-plus days since the Packers put one in the W column, but here we are. That's more like it. Let's keep it going. I mean, I don't know. They went 1-0 this week, and that's all that matters to me. I know there are going to be lots of people dismissing this victory. I won't be one of them. I love to see it. Love to see the offense get on track, especially in the second half. Uh, yeah, the turnovers, the f- penalties on fourth down. I understand all that. But good to see the Packers get the ground game going. Aaron Jones gets involved. No doubt, much better performance up front from the offensive line all around. Um, you saw the defense, very opportunistic, very active. The amount of just guys flying around, not thinking too much and just reacting and, and making plays. And I understand they're facing a backup quarterback, but, man, that's what you like to see. And there were a lot of young guys playing a lot of minutes in that game and making positive contributions. Absolutely love to see it. And hopefully see more of it. And I know that four-game losing streak was really hard to swallow, and I, I don't like going through it. Hope we don't go through it again. But yesterday was a game you can build on. A lot of stuff to take away from it on the positive side, and yes, still a lot to work on. Um, and I know a lot of the discussion around Jordan Love is about one missed throw to Christian Watson, but it's amazing that you know those folks who want to focus on that one throw don't want to focus on all the other really nice throws he had and really good plays he made. Um, I just talked to Andy Herman for Let's Talk Football right here on the channel. Check it out when we're done here. Uh, about one of the plays he made, that initial third down they faced where – He does a great job utilizing the hard count to get the Rams to declare. Shows where they they inch towards the line. Oh, not not quite yet. It's a false. uh, It's a you know drawing them up, showing kind of showing their hands, so to speak. Does a good job of setting the protection, letting them come because they don't call it off. Here comes the blitz. Knows exactly where Dontavian Wicks is going to be in that shallow crosser. Hits him in stride. First down. Been waiting for that type of play from Jordan Love, and that's not one that's going to get you know put on any compilations, any highlight reels, but that's some high-level quarterbacking from your first-year starter. Hopefully that's something he can build off of because you know you need more plays like that. You need more moments like that from your young starter, and hopefully we get to see more and more of them as this season goes on because that's what this whole season is about is Jordan Love's progression, his development, and the guys around him doing more to support him each and every week. And I thought you definitely saw that in yesterday's game. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. What's going on, everyone? Look at this. Jacob's here. What's up, Jacob? New York Cheesehead, how you doing? Benarock, greetings. Of course, Brandy's here. What's up? Jim, how are you, man? Mimsy starting us off with a super chat. <laughs> Bigger terrorist, Mark Atanasio or Joe Barry? Uh, well, I don't think either one of them should be labeled with that. But, uh, yeah, the council news, man. I don't want to belabor it too much here on this Packers channel, but it's tough, man. It's real tough. I understand it's a business, and I get that, uh, you know, things change. There's always developments, and I hate to see it. It's part of the gig. But, uh, yeah, council's a real one. I understand why he feels it necessary to make this move. There's a lot that I think the public probably isn't aware about when it comes to the Brewers, but I'll leave it at that, and I'm really going to miss him. Uh, 
John, what's up, man? Victory Monday for the Pack and Cubs. You just couldn't resist, could you? Couldn't resist. And, you know, it's par for the course for a Cubs fan to celebrate in November. Because anyone else would you. So I understand. I get it. I, I understand. I see how it is. Joe, what's up, man? Every once in a while, this offense gives us a glimpse of what they can do when they're not shooting themselves in the foot. I'm intrigued by Wicks. You should be. He's really talented. And I hope he continues to get more and more opportunities. And you are 1 billion percent correct. It is really encouraging to see how this offense is able to operate when they're not behind the sticks constantly. And even when they were yesterday, they were able to manufacture some conversions on third and longs in ways and in places they hadn't been uh, over the course of the last couple games. So very nice to see. Hopefully they can build upon it. But, yes, there is talent there. There is lots of upside. They just have to continue to do it and build on what they did yesterday. Pack Daddy, what's up, man? Glad we can talk about a Packers victory instead of that guy who grew up in Milwaukee and used to manage the Brewers. Imagine if Holmgren had left to coach the Bears. Pain in my soul. Yeah, I mean, you understood it when Holmgren left because he wanted to get back to the West Coast where he grew up. Like, I guess Craig's still staying around where he grew up. It's a little bit further south. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Peter, what's up, man? Aaron, whatever happened to Uncultured Barbarian's Daily Tunes? How about You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones? <laughs> That's really good. Uncultured's been here. He was on the watch party yesterday, um, and he's here on Daily every once in a while. But, yes, that is an excellent apt tune on this Victory Monday. Quinn. Thanks, man. Hey, Nags. First of all, Carrington Valentine. My goodness. Secondly, the trickery with the Musgrave touchdown. I love it. Yeah, that's a play I've been dying for them to run for a while now. I know Matt had said like they had seen other teams run it, and it's one of those things when you watch other teams run a play like that and are successful with it, why can't my team do that? And um, It is funny because I did text with Matt about the throwback screen that they you know, were very successful with, obviously, with Aaron Jones in week one. You have now seen that like three or four times throughout this season. No one's been as successful as the Packers were with it, but that's what teams do. You saw it on Thursday night, or you an attempt at it um, during that Steelers-Titans game, right, where teams see that stuff on tape, and then they try, and they see, like, well, my can I work with it, my personnel, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, teams are always looking and stealing at – from each other um but it was great it was so well executed and look shout out to musgrave he really sold that block really well and that's kind of what the key of it is right you can't you get out too early and that middle backer is going to react to it but he held it just long enough did a great job getting out there did have the little slip where i thought oh gosh here we go musgrave on the ground again but he kept his feet in the end zone the only fault i have on that play is he didn't jump in the stands it's your first touchdown at Lambeau. Get in the stands, young man. Do not forget the face of your fathers. Need more Lambeau leaps. Chip, thanks for checking out the stream on Facebook, man. A lot of young guys stepped up yesterday. Offensive line played better. Even Myers played better. I agree. I, I don't think it was a clean game. I don't think it was a perfect game for Myers. But for a guy, and I've talked about this a lot today, for a guy who has been under the microscope and – kind of the bane of the Internet's existence, or Packers' Internet existence. I thought he played a a good game, not a great game, not a consistent game, and that's always kind of the bugaboo 
with Myers. But, yeah, I thought he played winning football yesterday, and that's a start. What's up, Brian? Musgrave is going to be an elite tight end. I mean, if he stops jumping when he doesn't need to and starts, you know, staying on his feet, yeah, he's got a chance. A long way to go, but the, the talent's there, no question about it. Corey, thanks, man. Dark days ahead for the Brewers. Can't believe Council is going to our rival Cubs. Can't even enjoy Victory Monday. Also need more care of the G in Somerset and St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. It's going fast. We'll do what we can to replenish, but I would advise getting as much as you can. Hoard it if you gotta. I mean, it is a seasonal football season beer. I uh, can't promise there will be ample replenishment everywhere in the state. Now, some of the bigger spots, probably, but if you see it, you're local. Make sure you pick it up. And thanks for, uh, you know, getting it at all. I, I really appreciate it. Edward, what's up, man? Solid part of my AM routine in Ireland. Thanks, Nags. Oh, Edward, that's really sweet of you. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for making Cheesehead TV part of your routine. Really appreciate it. And I say this all the time, and I truly mean it. It's not, you know, just not puffery, as it were. Uh, the fact that anyone makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine is amazing to me and greatly appreciated because I know there is a ton out there for you to consume. So thank you so much. Andrew, what's up? We celebrate something in our trophy case. Hashtag fly the W. Andrew, no one cares. Seth, what's up, man? Why do you think number nine is non-existent in the short game? Well, that's not strictly true. He's caught a few short ones. Um, but you know, they're they're trying different things, and they've got a lot of different guys that they're trying to get involved. You know, they're just not drawing up a ton for him specifically outside of some of the deeper stuff. There have been a few underneath things that they've hit him on, but, man, he's just not the guy that you want to kind of create your playbook around. And I don't have a problem with that. You know, he gets a little bit more consistent, then, yeah, maybe. But they've got a lot of guys that they're trying to develop here. It's not the... Not ever, I don't think, this season going to be the Christian Watson hour, you know? Uh, Sly says, healthy Aaron Jones, 20-plus carries. More of that, please. Yes. Yes, sir. Michael, what's up, man? You know how top 10 draft picks don't always pan out? Tanking does not guarantee future success. Far from it. Play to win games and enjoy the wins. Couldn't agree more, Michael. You know, it's not even the fact that, you know, yes, no, correctly, not every top 10 pick pans out you know lots of draft picks don't pan out let the draft take care of itself yes you 100 percent play to win every game and i understand there are fans that want them to tank and want better draft position and hey god bless you i'm not one of you but that's your thing cool have at it but man i am rooting for the packers to win each and every sunday for the very reason you're talking about it's not a science you know what i mean there, there are way too many variables to guarantee success from any draft pick, let alone in the top 10. So, yeah, the draft will take care of itself. Speaking of the draft, big news, big news from Mark Murphy and the Green Bay Packers a little bit ago before I went live with the announcement that the NFL draft in Green Bay, Wisconsin, will be held April 24th through the 26th in the year of our Lord 2025. will obviously double as a Mark Murphy retirement party as that is the year he has to retire. So good news, mark your calendars, and get ready, folks, because let me tell you, that week, oh, baby, is it going to be fun. 
And Cheesehead TV will be throwing down. Throw it down, big man. Throw it down. We are going to be throwing down that week at Cheesehead TV. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Accidental Hero, how are you, man? Brooks, the new Ted Hendricks. A block field goal, two deflections. Dude just makes plays. Love Carl Brooks. Love his game yesterday. Keep it coming. And look, the, it sounds like Kenny Clark's prognosis is good in the sense that it's not long-term. Like, doesn't sound feel like there's any long-term concern there. But you got to think there's a chance he misses Sunday's game in Pittsburgh, and these young guys along the front are going to have to step up. And Wooden and Brooks both, I thought, had nice games yesterday. Going to need both of them to help out along that defensive front with uh, Wyatt and TJ Slayton, no question. Lee says Wicks look great beside the fumble. Absolutely. And look, that fumble is the freakiest thing you're ever going to see on a football field. I, I can't even kill him for it. He's trying to stretch out, get the first down. Like, I get it. Trying to make a play. It just happened to bounce straight up rather than out, out of bounds. Like, yeah, hold on to the ball, blah, blah, blah. But like you said, he looked great outside of that play. Chalk it up. Move on. I'm fine with it. Ed, what's up, man? I really, really like Victory Mondays. More, please. I'll see what I can do, Ed. I'll order a few more from uh, Green Bay for you. Don Vito, thanks, man. Ben, hashtag team love from the start, and it's going to stay that way. It's cool, man. He's their uh, starting quarterback, so that's a good thing. Dean, what's up? Tanking for picks is a formula for all those picks to never get any better. Those folks forget it's the winning effort where the team gets better. That's a big part of it. It is a mentality. You want more talent, though. I understand the idea of wanting a chance at the better side of the talent pool, right? I mean, logically, yeah, I get it. But to your point, there is something around the idea of you know guys improving, developing, and getting better, and that's what you want. That doesn't you know mean anything for the draft. Like You want these guys that are playing this year in 2023 – to get as many snaps as they can, and to improve, and that will most likely lead to better results and or worse draft selection. You know, I'm fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. What else we got here, folks? Who gets more snaps between Brooks and Van Ness? Because I hear Brooks' name way more. Yeah, that doesn't mean much, though. I mean, uh, Van Ness is definitely still rotating in as a sub whereas Brooks is playing front line and was certainly yesterday after uh, Kenny Clark's injury. Um, but I thought we saw some really nice stuff from Van Ness yesterday. And, yeah, no, he's not getting huge sack numbers or anything like that, but you know he's coming along, I think, pretty nicely. Um, you'd still like to see him win a few more one-on-ones, and I think that will come with experience as he polishes off and gets better at technique things and hits the weight room in the offseason. Um but yeah, I don't I don't have any problem with where he's at. <laughs> Please make sense of the offensive offsides. Oh, Nathan. I wish I could. I talked about it in the good, bad, and the ugly yesterday and I'm sick of thinking about it because it's just the NFL lawyering up the rule book the way they always do to try and inject the officiating somewhere where it's completely unnecessary. It's like the stuff we see every offseason with the competition committee. This point of emphasis or rule changes every fucking offseason when there's zero need and it's an overreaction to one thing. 
Back in the day, it was Aaron Rodgers' shoulder injury. Well, we've, now we've got to make a f- stupid-ass rule where if you fall on him and you put your weight on the quarterback as a defender, that's a penalty. Well, that's fucking nonsense, right? Just like guys going low on the quarterback is now a penalty because Tom Brady got hurt. You know, it's all these overreactions. Well, the latest overreaction is the brotherly shove. Well, that's really successful. Like, what? These are why we gotta, like, oh, we gotta look at this. No, you don't have to look at it. They're really good at the play. Someone needs to figure out how to stop it. That's football. But now the fallout from that is fucking ridiculous penalties like we saw at Lambeau yesterday. Asinine. It's absolutely asinine. And it's just like people at 345 Park justifying having a job. That's what it is. It's beyond absurd. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> Brandy. Nags, I thought the Packers were thin at cornerback before Sewell was traded. They actually played well this week. What do I know? I mean, I think that was conventional wisdom, though, right? I mean, look, they are still one Jair backspasm away from playing a whole lot of young guys back there. Um, but, yeah, they held up well against some really good competition. Now, that said... It's not like they were facing a legit NFL starting quarterback. You know, those challenges and those moments will get tougher as we go along here in the season. But, yeah, great first step for a lot of those young players. I mean, whether it's Anthony Johnson Jr. at safety, whether it's Carrington Valentine at corner, each rep is great. Each moment is a learning experience, and hopefully they bank those and build on those because that's what you're going to need. Um. Jonathan says, 2023 refs have been brutal. The grounding call last night against the Bills, dreadful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough to watch at times. There's no doubt about it. The problem is, of course, is we all do. We all watch. We all keep watching. And I'm going to keep watching. You know, I'm addicted to the drug called football. And the NFL knows this. So they have no incentive to really crack down on this awful officiating, even though they put up window dressing and, oh, we're doing this and we're doing that. Like, they're not really doing anything. Nothing's going to change. We all know this. It's harsh, but it's the truth. Do you think Matt and his staff have a talent evaluation problem? Ooh, Spencer, digging in here. If so, why? Stubbornness, loyalty, Rashid starting over Yash, Royce over anyone else, Watkins over anybody. You see my point. I do. I do see your point. Although Watkins, I mean, he was a vet, right? That was the whole point. Um... Yeah, look, I've said this a few other places, but I'll just say it here. Matt's fatal flaw as a coach, and I think this does permeate through his staff, is having belief in people. And look, it's a great idea. I understand it inherently, like intellectually. The idea that I have belief in you, and my belief in you is going to allow you to work through whatever problems you might have, whatever misgivings or shortcomings or you know, errors you might make, you're going to learn from those. And I believe in you. Well, yeah, you believed in, you believed in Amari Rogers. You you believed in Mo Drayton. You you believed in Joe Barry. You know, all these beliefs, at some point you got to look at them and go, maybe I need a new religion. You know, because it's just causing them to hang on and hang on and hang on and hope things turn. And, I mean, look, yesterday, Josh Nyman gets out there and, oh, wow, the offense can actually operate. Amazing. And now, look, Rasheed Walker came in and did some nice stuff and allowed them to finish the game. But, yeah, like Sean Ryan gets out there and he plays well in his limited time and then gets back on the bench. And you're sitting there going, that guy was sitting there that whole time we watched Royce Newman? 
Like, I just think, you know, I guess it's probably wrong to call it a fatal flaw, but it is, you know, a weak spot. You know, but look, Malafleur and company, and I say this all the time, they've forgotten more football than we will ever know. I mean, Lafleur did just become the second fastest coach to win 50 games in Packers history, a team that has been around for over 100 years, second only to Vince Lombardi. That's nothing to sneeze at, you know? So, yeah, it's frustrating. I hate it, but he's our coach. It's just, you know, part of the thing we got to live with because it's his program. You want to run your program? You dedicate your life to football and get to the position where you can be hired as an NFL head coach, and then you can set your program. But in Matt's program, they have belief in people. In people. That's where it's going to be while he's the head guy. Nothing I can do about it. Joe, what's up, man? Would D play that aggressive if Stafford plays? Oh, no chance. Joe, I thought that all afternoon. The amount of press coverage they played – no chance if Stafford's out there. No way. Now, would the guys individually play as aggressive? Probably. I think they're just too young not to know better, you know. But, yeah, I don't think that changes Valentine's approach. You know what I mean? But, yeah, no, I think the calls are quite different if Stafford's out there. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.